And we are set to go, and hockey has arrived in the Sunshine State. The shot, Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. How's everybody doing? Happy New Year. This is the first show of 2021. Uh, glad to be back in the new year, and we got a lot to talk about on today's show. But first, let's talk about today's opening sponsor, and that is Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. So go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code Locked On, and you get 20% off your next order, and we'll talk about those guys a little bit later on but on today's show we got a lot to talk about like i just said we're talking about uh we're talking about the opening up the season i mean the season's a week away everybody i i can't believe i'd be saying this in the middle of january but here we are uh yeah we got the season starting up next wednesday opening night against the chicago blackhawks of all teams uh new division rivals we'll be talking about them in just a little bit We'll be talking about Steven Stamkos, fully healthy going into the season. That's a great addition, uh, especially with um, Nikita Kutrov being out of the picture for pretty much the entire season, as well as we'll be talking about training camp rosters. Training camp is starting up right now, so we'll discuss all of that and more, as well as ending the show with with some of the scheduling, what we'll be doing with the show going forward, uh, as well as talking about a little bit of a segment that we'll be playing on the Locked on NHL uh, channel. So if you know, if for some of you that may be tuning in on Thursdays to listen to me and co-host uh, Locked on Avalanche host Chris Masilli, uh, we have a different segment. It will be totally different. It'll be this is kind of a a NHL season preview. So uh, go on there, keep an eye out for mine. I did one for the Lightning, of course. So uh, I will definitely tweet it out on the Twitter page. And of course, as always. Like and subscribe to this podcast and follow us wherever you listen to this podcast and because they are basically available wherever podcasts are distributed. And also follow us on Twitter at LO underscore lightning as well as follow us on Instagram at locked on underscore lightning. I know the Instagram page has been a little bit uh, a little bit uh, hungry for uh, content. And like I've said, we'll be getting content out uh more content out as soon as this season starts so keep an eye out for that and of course follow me uh on twitter at uh ap danker d-e-n-k-e-r uh i'm tweeting everything from lightning hockey of course to all the sports and just uh the stupid thoughts i have throughout the day so why don't we start it off with the start of the season so of course the start of the season is next wednesday like i previously said and they will be the Lightning will be starting off against new division rival the Chicago Blackhawks. That's an 8 p.m. start, so you definitely don't want to miss the pregame festivities that they have going on. Uh, I haven't heard anything about fans in the arenas yet. I would imagine probably not to start off the season that the Lightning would be having them or any other NHL team for that matter. Uh, then again, um, maybe we'll see uh, the Lightning having fans at the Amali maybe sooner rather than later than some other teams have. 
but then again, um, you know, just because with the Buccaneers having fans, uh, as well as a lot of the the sports franchises down in the South uh, have been having sports, uh, having fans in the stands, you would imagine that, you know, now that the next logical sport would be probably hockey and basketball. But uh, I don't know. I, I think obviously because of the, the arena is a little bit smaller than an NFL uh, arena, I think. And as plus, you know, of course, it's indoors, not like some of these NFL arenas where mostly you could have kind of the, the retractable roof. So, you know, that has a little bit better ventilation. I would imagine if everything holds well with the whole COVID situation going on around the country, I would say the best bet for fans to be in the arena would probably the soonest would probably be I want to say maybe late March early April and that all depends on what's going on with the vaccine and some of these places and if the the NHL and the governing bodies uh, that be in these locations allow for the fans to enter the arena during games uh, at a limited capacity of course probably would start off but anyway the reason why I bring that up is because of course opening night Lightning are the defending champs, so they will probably be having some sort of uh, festivities uh, before the game. I would imagine. I, I don't think they it will it will be kind of your stereotypical Stanley Cup celebration in the pregame, uh, just because of the fans not being there. I would imagine even still, you know, tune into the game. I would say maybe around seven o'clock. The coverage, pregame coverage, maybe even sooner. Uh, they will probably do, obviously, a banner raising. The guys will probably get their rings if they haven't already uh, behind closed doors. And, of course, they'll do, like, a kind of presentation with the Stanley Cup as well. So we'll see. Uh, I It's going to be a little interesting as to how they approach that whole situation. But definitely, I think that once the fans start to come into the arenas and, you know, we start to have sort of a, a, you know, a regular environment that NHL fans and players that are more accustomed to, I would imagine that the Lightning will probably do something uh, a little bit extra uh, with the Stanley Cup celebration when they could actually do it around the fans. Um, but yeah, so uh, it's going to be interesting to see how, like I said, when, when they really do approach, approach this. But yeah, interesting start to the season just because they will be playing strictly divisional games throughout the season. And obviously it's a new division. Uh, Blackhawks, Stars, Nashville, uh, just to name a few. Um, you know, just very interesting uh, kind of layout to the division this year. Of course, the Lightning are familiar with other teams in the division like the Detroit Red Wings and, and the Florida Panthers and the Carolina Hurricanes. So playing against those teams aren't exactly going to be that, maybe that not too mysterious to them. But I think out of all the teams to start off the season in, other than the Red Wings and within the division, I think Chicago uh, is, I think is as easy as it gets. Uh, granted, you know, Anytime you play against Patrick Kane, that's going to be just a, a trial within itself to try and get him to to dish the puck off to somebody else without you know really creating a scoring chance. But that'll be on NBC Sports Network. Um, but the Blackhawks, uh, if if you've been following NHL news for the past couple of weeks, you know Kirby Doc got hurt at the World Junior, so he's done for uh, for the next I think four to six months, probably sooner. You know they they always have these timetables for guys as to when they will be returning from these these injuries. 
but they always seem to kind of come back a little bit faster than anticipated. Uh, and then Jonathan Taves, the captain of the Blackhawks, look like he's going to be out for the foreseeable future just because there's just something going on with his health. Uh, hopefully, um, it's nothing too serious. I'm not going to – I do have my 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 predictions as to what it might be, but I'm not going to sit here and, and just blindly guess without having all the information in front of me. But – uh, yeah, so it's basically going to be the Patrick Kane show this year in Chicago. And I kind of spoke about it on the Lockdown NHL channel that it looked, I wouldn't be too surprised. And I think NHL fans shouldn't be too surprised either. And this is kind of why I always go back to the Lightning shouldn't be, shouldn't be trading away draft picks, uh, should be really trying to bolster up the farm system. It's because, and, you know, I, the real, realistically i don't think this is a trade that would ever happen um you know between these two teams especially in division like this granted it's probably only going to be a year but this would be actually kind of a cool situation to see where the lightning maybe make a trade if they had the pieces to get patrick kane i think a guy like patrick kane after playing in the cold of chicago being in a cold city like that going down to tampa Obviously, beautiful weather. Uh, he could easily get a house by the by the ocean, or by you know by a body of water, and you know just go jet skiing with Alex Kalorn and Steven Stamkos all the time. I think you know how deadly would that Lightning team be? Uh, plus, with Nikita Kucherov coming back uh, eventually, so that'd be in- interesting to see. Now, as for the starting lineups. Um, you know, if you want to get a chance, if you want to maybe get an idea as to what to expect going forward, you know, on opening night, what to see. Um, I was kind of looking around the Internet um, and this looks like out of all the projected uh, line combinations that they have rolling around there for the Lightning. The one on dailyfaceoff.com. Definitely look at that. I think out of all the, the websites that you look at for this kind of thing. This, to me, is the most reliable out of all of them. So real quick, on the first line, we got Palat, Point, and Stamkos. Second line is St- uh, Kalorn, Sorelli, and Johnson. Uh, interesting to see Johnson's uh, name there, but you know I'll talk about that in just a little bit as to why that's probably more realistic than we would have thought originally when the news came that they were going to put him on waivers and he passed waivers. And technically now he would have started the season with Syracuse, but... No, now things change, so you never know. But I will talk about that in just a little bit. The third line is going to be Goodrow, Gord, and Coleman. And the fourth is Maroon, Stevens, and Volkov, which I really liked. I mean, I, I like watching Alexander Volkov play. I think he has a lot of upside. Uh, we saw him play uh, in Game 6 last year of uh, the Stanley Cup Finals. Uh, he wasn't really that big of a factor, but I still liked a lot of the things he did off the puck. So uh, really, you know, um, I'm really excited to see him get some burn possibly at the NHL level. Um, you know, we saw a little bit of him during the season last year as well. But, you know, I think this year his role will be a little bit more increased. Um, so, yeah, uh, I think he's one of the, the the really young guys that Lightning fans should be really excited about to see play. And then as for the defensive pairings, we got Hedman and Ruta on the first. I think there's no surprise for that. Uh, we got Sergachev and McDonough on the second. And Chernak and Shen, pretty much the same exact pairings that we saw pretty much from the playoffs. Uh, except for, obviously, you know, Zach Bogosian being out of the picture. But him going up to greener pastures up in Toronto for more money. I mean, how can you not fault the guy for, for chasing the money, especially with, you know, um, you know the, the economic uncertainty 
uh, surrounding the NHL. So I, I, you know, those those lines are not really out of the blue in terms of whether or not you should be surprised. I think they're as expected. And like I said, I'll talk about the whole Tyler Johnson thing in just a little bit. But first, let me talk about one of today's sponsors, and that's Bet Online AG. The NHL season is right around the corner. Like I said, starts up next week. The Lightning are playing in one of the featured matchups on opening night. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use Locked On when you receive, and you'll receive a 50% welcome bonus when you make an account at bet online ag and also remember to use this i mean not just for hockey they have the best odds out there really bet online out of all the betting sites i've been using them for a couple of years now and i love their 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 odds that they put out you know you have a lot of things to bet on nowadays you got you got college football still going on you got the nfl playoffs starting up next week uh for anybody that had money on the the eagles winning last night I'm sorry. Uh, it looks like Doug Peterson had different plans. But go ahead, make an account at Bet Online AG. Sign up today for a free account and use that promo code Locked On for 50% welcome bonus. And don't forget to vi- go on social media where it's Twitter. Go to Bet Online underscore AG. Take advantage of all the best bonuses in the business. Once again, sign up for a free account and use promo code Locked On to get your free bonus today. Alrighty, so we're back. Uh, we we just spoke about the opening night matchup between the Chicago Blackhawks. We spoke about the possible starting lines that we will be seeing on opening night. And like I said, with Tyler Johnson's name in the mix, after I listed off the names, I mean, it, it to me, it was not that much of a surprise. I've been saying it pretty much since the day uh, it was announced that he passed waivers and that he would technically would have started the season up in Syracuse. And I said, really, at that point, um, I would be very shocked if the Lightning were to actually kind of not move on that whole situation and make him sit up there in Syracuse. I I think that really, if if the long game is to really move him, I think that you're only hurting his value by really letting him sit in in Syracuse. I I just don't think that any team... Uh, any prospective team that's going to look at Tyler Johnson as possibly someone they could bring in if they're, you know, they're on the fringe of making the playoffs. I don't really think that, you know, you're going to look at a guy because, I mean, let's be realistic. I think Tyler Johnson, if he were to play uh, pretty much the entire season, if, you know, if maybe even a quarter of the season up in Syracuse, I just think that he's been in the NHL for so long. And regardless of how you feel about Tyler Johnson, whether, you know, maybe it's because of how he played this last Pat, uh, this last postseason or maybe because of you know how he's performed during the regular season the last couple of years yes has his numbers kind of faltered in these past couple of seasons and you know I've said it multiple times he was pretty much a non-factor during the playoffs yeah I mean yeah he's he has kind of sort of gone down the tube in that respect but he's still a talented player he's still a very talented third line forward or even a second line forward uh and and to kind of let him go up there. Yes, he's most likely going to dominate and put up good numbers in the AHL. But at the same time, I think if you really want to to have this guy's stock go up and have teams blowing up your phone saying, hey, what do you want for Tyler Johnson? I, I Leave him at the NHL level. And I'm not surprised. I mean, of course, I think everyone expected him to at least get an invite to training camp. I think that was, you know, a given at this point. But to... And, and and now the fact that he's projected to to be uh, on the on 
the opening day roster, I'm not surprised. Uh, so let's, you know, they, they announced the, the rosters for training camp the other day. Uh, and training camp is underway. It's a 43-man roster. So let's just talk a little bit uh, as to who is on this team. You know, some of the names. Obviously, the, the guys that were on the team last year are going to make it. I mean, I'd be shocked if, if you know, Coach Cooper – uh, where to make some other move uh, to where a guy who maybe was with this team during the postseason or even the regular season uh, starts in the minors. Um, so some of the names, you know, um, that I expect to do well, kind of names to keep an eye out for during training camp, especially is Jack Finley, the second-round draft pick that the Lightning got. Um, I I like this guy. I think he's going to be like a Mitchell Stevens. And, and if you've been a regular listener of this podcast – you know, I am a huge stockholder in the Mitchell Stevens market. So uh, definitely Mitchell St- uh, Jacks Finley, keep an eye on. Uh, I think Matthew Joseph, definitely keep an eye on him to see how he performs because he's definitely going to get some looks uh, this season at the NHL level. Uh, he did a little bit last year, not as significant as you would have imagined, but definitely this year, keep an eye on him um, and definitely how he performs, you know, Granted, there's not gonna. It, it's not your stereotypical training camp, considering it is sort of starting a week or so before the regular season starts. Uh, these guys have been practicing all off season, uh, doing their workouts and all that stuff. So I'm not too worried about it. Um, as the you know, don't take too much stock in, but definitely keep an eye on as to how these guys definitely play. Uh, another guy I definitely want to keep an eye on is Jamel Smith. Now he's bounced around a little bit. Uh, from team to team, if you remember him, I believe he was with the Dallas Stars originally. Uh, he was also, I think he was with the Islanders for a hot minute, but um, I really like him. I think, you know, he he's he's kind of one of those guys that's been on in the 20 to 30 goal range at the AHL level, which, you know, you could chalk up to him maybe just having more experience uh, just playing the game of hockey than some of the guys that you would see at, up in Syracuse. But definitely a guy that, you know, if – shit hits the fan with this team in terms of injuries and the lightning are definitely going to have to dig into their AHL system. Uh, definitely see Jamel Smith as a guy that the lightning will call on from time to time to come up to, to come either, you know, to, to Tampa or meet them on the road somewhere. Uh, Alexander Vakov, I spoke about him before. It looks like he's probably going to be on the fourth line. Um, I liked how he played. Like I said, I mean, not a huge sample size, with him during the regular season, but still, um, I like a lot of the things he does on the ice, off puck, uh, and as well as on the forecheck and the backcheck. So definitely keep an eye on him. Now, as for the defenseman, uh, I'm very high on Cal Foot. If you're not familiar with Cal Foot, if you just joined the show for the first time, go ahead and listen to the Bolts Prospects episode I did a while back with uh, Bolts Prospects. Uh, you know. Um, Chad Schnarr, he he went on there and we were talking about uh, Cal Foot. If you don't, he's the number one prospect in the Lightning system right now. Um, definitely could see him making an appearance or two uh, up at the NHL level uh, here and there. Uh, Luke Witowski, another one. Um, I think, like I said, this is a season that we're not probably ever going to see again, unless you know a worldwide pandemic or something catastrophic of that sorts happens again. So these guys that are in training camp, this is their, their time to really prove that, you know, if the team is dealing with injuries or whatever the case may be during the regular season, or if, you know, God forbidding, there's a, there's a COVID outbreak on this team and the NHL. And it looks like the, the common idea is that they're going to treat COVID out, uh, outbreaks 
as just regular injuries. So if a guy or two or a couple of guys go down with COVID, uh, then guess what? We're going to have to call guys up from the AHL level because we're just going to treat this as if it was an injury, which I think is the right way to go about it. I don't think that the league has time or the patience as well as the teams to, to really kind of halt a season just because of a couple of guys or cancel games. Unless, obviously, you know, something really bad happens, you know, with, with the whole COVID outbreak. So um, we'll have to see with that. But I, I really think that for a lot of the young guys, the guys really trying to crack the NHL roster, this training camp is, I think, more important than ones definitely in years past just because of the possibility of that. Your number will be called. I I, I can't see a scenario. I would be very surprised if we don't see a plethora of injuries throughout the NHL season just because of the frequency of the games. Uh, these guys are basically going to be playing a game every other night. Uh, so, you know, having that as well as travel and, you know, having to go through the whole testing thing, I, I just think that it's going to wear down guys, especially – uh, with playing the same teams over and over and over again. I, I just think that, you know, and I spoke about it on the last episode as well as on Locked On NHL, is that I really think that this is going to be one of the more grueling NHL seasons that they that these guys have ever been a part of, uh, regardless of the amount of games. So definitely keep an eye on that. And speaking of staying healthy, uh, it looks like Steven Stamkos is 100% to come back. I've spoken about him. Uh, ever since the whole Kucherov injury, that it's going to be more important than normal for really for Stamkos to really be healthy this year. Uh, you know, with their top scorer out, Nikita Kucherov, I really, really think that uh, the Lightning really need to put an emphasis on, you know, whether I, – I don't know what the right answer is because I spoke about this going into the playoffs last year, uh, was that we could see sort of the NHL's version of load management um, – but we didn't really see it. Obviously, Stamkos didn't play till Game Three of the Stanley Cup Finals. But really, when it comes down to it, uh, I think we could all agree that Steven Stamkos doesn't have a good track record of staying healthy. Um, he hasn't played a full season, I think, in five years. Um, ever since that gruesome leg injury when he broke his leg, and then he came back, played in the Olympics. Everybody freaked out, but he played well, so it wasn't that big of a deal. But still, ever since then, I think that was really the the moment when it looked like. When Stamkos really wasn't going to play 82 games anymore. But I think that this year it's going to be more more important than ever just because this this isn't your normal season. It's, it's not a marathon anymore. It's a sprint. And for the Lightning to come out and play well right out of the gates uh, and play well within this division, which they, they fully can. I, I have I – have, Every faith, every every ounce of faith that this team could play well. Because, really, if you look at the teams that they're stacking up against in this division, is it, the fact is is that if you take what they're up against this year as opposed to in years past, uh, in my opinion, it looks like you're taking a heavyweight fighter and moving him down to the middleweights. So, really, you're you're kind of you're you're really you know boxing out of your your weight class and in this you know in this scenario that's a good thing for the lightning so i think that they'll fare way better against these group of uh teams than they probably would have maybe in an 82 game season against you know their their usual adversaries in the atlantic division 
And while these guys are going to go through the the grueling 56-game season, and I know it might not seem grueling, but wait, you know, especially when you're playing against the same team over and over again, it's, you're about to get sick of them. You're bound to get sick of them, and it's going to be definitely grueling for you uh, physical-wise. So, you know, if the Lightning are kind of worn down between games, especially with the frequency of games, they could grab themselves a Bilt Bar. And wouldn't you know, Bilt Bar is one of our other sponsors to, on today's show. Now, Bilt Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. Uh, if you're a frequent listener of the show, you know they've been with us for a while now. Built Bar is great for the health conscious person. You could lose or maintain weight while indulging in this delicious treat. Uh, bars are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, great for the keto diet. Uh, they have 18 flavors, six new ones dropping. Uh, my favorite flavor is the toffee almond, one of the OG flavors. So go over to BuiltBar.com, use promo code Locked On, you get 20% off your next order. That's promo code Locked On for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. All right, so just the end of the show tonight. Um, well, tonight, not tonight. I mean, if you're if you're listening to this later today, of course, yeah, it is tonight for you. But really, uh, just a couple of announcements uh, just before we end things right now is that the show schedule, you know, uh, if for those of you that have stuck with us throughout this, the off season as well as the holidays, I know it hasn't really been as frequent as you would have liked. Well, guess what? This week, starting this week, we're going back to our five days uh, a week show schedule as, you know, we normally would have during the season. And that will keep going on probably until the end of the season, definitely the playoffs. Uh, so, you know, as always, like and subscribe to this podcast. Hit that notification button so you will be aware as soon as the show is published and available on the streaming app that you use. And for another announcement, um, so like I mentioned earlier, uh, I don't know if I mentioned it. Maybe I didn't, but here I am mentioning it again if I didn't. Uh, so we did, the in lieu of a national show that I normally do on Thursdays with my co-host on Lock on NHL, Chris Masilli, we will be dropping throughout the whole week on Locked on NHL uh, previews that all the show, the show hosts did on their respective teams. So keep an eye out for the one that I did, of course, on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Very optimistic one. Um, I, I think that this Lightning team, really, at the end of the day, it's their division to lose. I really expect them to win 45 games this year, regardless of them not having Nikita Kucherov. Yes, I did outline some of the things that could potentially go wrong for this team, but they are still, at the end of the day, very talented and the defending champions. So I think that, you know, especially what happened during the playoffs, if they could do what they did then, I don't see any reason as to why not they could just run the gauntlet in this in this division this year. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I see no reason, you know, unless, you know, we have catastrophic injuries, COVID tests all around up the wazoo for this team, then yes, maybe we have to lower the expectations a little bit. But really, at the end of the day, I really think that uh, this this team is good, if not leagues better than most of the teams in this new uh, central division. So, you know, and I'll talk about a lot that I'll talk about that more on today, uh, tomorrow's episode. So go ahead and watch out for that. So but in the meantime, that's been it for today's episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you next time.